I think we should be getting the cold open with like little jingle bells. What? It's a Christmas episode. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Arizona Cardinals, Rodney Hudson, from the Atlanta Falcons, Emmanuel Ellerby, from the Baltimore Ravens, Tristan Colon, Chuck Clark, Sammy Watkins, Chris Westry, from the Buffalo Bills, Tyrell Dotson, Dion Dawkins, from the Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, Matt Barkley, Derek Brown, from the Chicago Bears, Larry Borum, Artie Burns, Isaiah Coulter, Andy Dalton, Mario Edwards Jr., Joel Inebunaway, Eddie Jackson, Jesse James, Sam Kamara, Ryan Nall, Allen Robinson II, Duke Shelley, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Clay Johnston, Chidobe Awuzie. From the Cleveland Browns. Head coach Kevin Stefanski. Grant Delpit. Tony Fields II. Drew Forbes. Jamie Gillen. A.J. Green. Ronnie Harrison Jr. Troy Hill. Austin Hooper. Kareem Hunt. John Johnson III. Case Keenum. Jarvis Landry. Baker Mayfield. Malik McDowell. Ifadio Denebo. Jacob Phillips. Wyatt Teller, Jedrick Wills, Mac Wilson, James Hudson, from the Dallas Cowboys, Nashawn Wright, Tristan Hill, Osa Odigizua, from the Denver Broncos, Mike Boone, Malik Reed, from the Detroit Lions, Jalen Elliott, TJ Hawkinson, from the Green Bay Packers, Kenny Clark, from the Houston Texans, Justin McCray, Kamu Gruje Hill, Christian Kirksey, AJ Moore, Demarcus Walker, Terrence Brooks, Terrence Mitchell, Lane Taylor, Jonathan Greenard, from the Indianapolis Colts, Zaire Franklin, from the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones, from the Los Angeles Chargers, Rashad Slater, Scott Quisenberry, from the Los Angeles Rams. Jalen Ramsey. Rob Havenstein. Joseph Noteboom. Robert Rochelle. Jamil Demby. Terrell Burgess. Juju Hughes. Sebastian Joseph Day. Jordan Fuller. Johnny Munt. Tremaine Antrim Jr. Antoine Brooks Jr. Bobby Evans. Jake Gervais. Von Miller. Akbania Akaronquo. Kareem Orr. Troy Reader. Christian Roseboom. From the Miami Dolphins. Philip Lindsay. Jalen Waddle. From the Minnesota Vikings. Alexander Madison. 
D.D. Westbrook, Dan Chisina, Daniil Hunter, A.J. Rose Jr., Kyle Hinton, Tristan Jackson, from the New England Patriots, Yasir Durant, J.J. Taylor, Dalton Keene, from the New Orleans Saints, head coach Sean Payton, from the New York Giants, Kadarius Tony, John Ross, Cam Brown, O'Shane Zimenez, Aaron Robinson, Adoree Jackson, J.R. Reed, Natrell Jamerson, from the New York Jets, Justin Hardy, Elijah Moore, Hamsa Nazir Eldin, Jeff Smith, Mike White, from the Philadelphia Eagles, Quez Watkins, Jason Huntley, from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Montrevious Adams, from the Seattle Seahawks, Alex Collins, Tyler Lockett, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rashad Perryman, from the Tennessee Titans, Dez Fitzpatrick, Jamal Carter, and from the Washington football team, Kyle Allen, Troy Apke, Matt Iadonis, Milo Effler, Derek Forrest, Cornelius Lucas, Samus Reyes, Cam Sims, David Mayo, William Bradley King, Tameric Hemingway, Kendall Fuller, Tim Settle, Wendell Smallwood, Cameron Curl, Keith Ismail, Tyler Larson, Taylor Heineke, Daniel Wise, and those are all the players with COVID. <laughs> Long can you, bit. Can you believe that was one take? <laughs> Long bit, but yeah. I, I think it worth pays it. off. <laughs> worth it. Worth it this week. Yeah. Uh, so that's 151 players we just named. That was 151. That's that what it's good. at. Oh, my God. Yes. 151 uh, Last players. time I checked, it was 125. <laughs> and it is just the league's falling apart. And the world is falling apart. I it's mean, true. The, both of them are happening at the same time. Uh, all of those players have have, you know, uh, contributed to the league having to push back games. We now have Thursday night games, Saturday night games, Sunday games, Monday games, Monday afternoon games, Tuesday afternoon games, and Tuesday night games. So Wednesday and Friday are your only off days for the NFL. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. And of course it's happening like during the playoff push. Right. The most important crunch of the season. Yeah. Like the we're at the t- point in time where you want everybody healthy and like playing your best. And now we have, I think the Washington football team has 20 something guys and yeah. they have to, they signed a fourth string center because they just can't keep one safe. Uh, but it makes sense because both their quarterbacks are on there. So <laughs> centers and quarterbacks, they, they go together. A lot of touching, a lot of touching, a <laughs> lot of touching going on. Uh, well, welcome back. This is the red shirt water boys podcast. I know you missed us. Yeah. This is episode 41. It's the holiday episode. The holiday episode, if uh, if you can't tell, but <laughs> we're just having a great time. you hear time. that? That's the sound of Jingle Bells. Please don't put anything in there. <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> just complete dead Like a silence. car crash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of people spending money and getting into an accident at Target. <laughs> That's true. Uh, do you guys do, I mean, you do any retail shopping like that where you're like fighting people? I did that once on a Black Friday. I feel like since internet shopping Cyber Monday has become a thing, Black Friday is kind of yeah. But with the supply chain issues, like shopping online is a it's, it's a, a puzzle. It's a gamble yeah. for sure. 
This right. is good. I haven't done any shopping yet, so oh, well, good, I'm in for a real treat today. Good luck. Good luck. The, I uh, just started my shopping like on Friday. It, Whoops. Hey, the early bird gets the worm, but what do those late birds get? The goodies. Overpriced shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Overpriced shipping for sure. Uh, yeah, so like I said, in the NFL, we had games all over the place, and on most weeks, Evan and I and, and Sydney, we, we don't know what's going to happen in the NFL Rare do you get the Saturday night game before the mm-hmm. Sunday morning recording uh, where we know a result. We have yeah. it in hand. Uh, and of course, it's my team. It's the New England Patriots. Uh, they played the Colts last night. It was a bear of a game to watch. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, well, for you. For me. Yeah. Who, uh, as me with my a former coach and former quarterback, <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> uh, it was, I believe, 27 to 17 was the yeah. final. Uh, but and that may suggest that the game was pretty close. It was not close. No, for three quarters. Correct. Um, and it was probably only close for like three minutes in in, in actual time because uh, the Patriots went down twenty to nothing, and then they clawed back and made it twenty to ten, uh, and then they scored, made it twenty to seventeen, and the Colts got the ball back, and they needed to get some first downs. They run the ball with Jonathan Taylor, who was amazing he's last a night. Yeah. animal uh he's he's one of those running backs where y- you know he's gonna run the ball and correct you can't stop him yep. even if you know and the offensive line deserves a ton of credit too because they they were awesome last night too um that but, afc south running game whew, that's rough man it is would not want to be defense if line because that's that. the thing you you know they're gonna run the ball and you can't stop them anyway yeah um so then jonathan taylor broke off like a 60 yard run to kind of seal it um, made it 27 to 17. So the Patriots lose first time in seven game, eight games they've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a little sad. We dropped to nine and five. We were the one seed. Uh, and then the Chiefs won on Thursday night football, which was a crazy game. Also, if you they should that. not have won that game. What do you guys think? Like we talk about overtime rules a lot on the show. Yeah. Um, but the overtime rules, I, again, I, I don't love the fact that you get one chance if the team you're playing Scores a touchdown. Yeah. And that, that sucks. it works in a game where it's overtime like 13 13 or 10 to 10, where it's not a lot of scoring is going on. But like most overtime games I watch, it's like 31 31 yeah. or 38 38 going into overtime. I'm like, yeah, no crap. They're going to score a touchdown. Obviously, the defenses aren't that good. They're so cooked at that point. <laughs> yeah. Kansas City got the ball, scored, and didn't give the ball back to, back to the Chargers. So that's what happened there. The Patriots were the second seed going into last night. Now they dropped down to third. But if the Titans lose, we get the second seed again. So I, I'm not panicked um, yet. Now, I think as long as you win your division, it's really the yeah. And, and right now we had a two-game lead over Buffalo going in because they lost to the Chiefs the week prior, or no, the Bucks. Excuse me. Um, but here are my thoughts from from watching that game last night. Number one, Carson Wentz. W- woof. Just what do you mean? He, it was clear to me that the Colts game plan was to keep the ball out of Carson Wentz's hands. Um, and at every turn, Carson Wentz would like roll out on a play action or something mm-hmm. and he would toss the ball and there would be a Patriots linebacker there to tip it. Uh, and he got intercepted once on a play like that, but there were two, maybe three plays that went yeah. through JC Jackson's hands, um, Jamie Collins's hands, like different plays where I'm like, you, you're really putting the ball in 
in harm's way. I think now, that's just him. Granted, he's only thrown five interceptions. Well, now six interceptions. I was all gonna year. say he's he's top ten in touchdown interception ratio, QBR. He's like top fifteen in yards. Right after right, missing right. time. Like, right, but I'm saying he's having a good year. <laughs> I, 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 but against my team specifically, it was clear that they were like just. Don't you, let him. You also you have know. a top five defense. So. I do. I'm happy about that. <laughs> so, uh, so that is just that was one thing. Yeah, Frank Reich pulled a ye old Bill Belichick and was just like, "Yeah, football. Yeah, we're running it the yeah. entire game. The entire game. And I mean, it was a good game plan. It worked. Uh, second thing, Jonathan Taylor should win the MVP. True. Outright. This is absolutely true. There. Uh, yeah. The last <laughs> non-quarterback to win it goes all the way back to 2012. Little man named Adrian Peterson. Mm. Remember that guy? Yeah, he's still playing. I think yeah, he's he on the Seahawks now. I don't Did remember. he get cut? I thought he got he cut. got cut by the Titans, Titans, but someone else picked him up. He's oh, on the yeah. Seahawks because oh. I I had him as a quick fill in on my fantasy. Amid team. all the uh, the COVID, he's like finding jobs left and right. Yeah. Um, but he's the last non quarterback to win the award, and I personally don't think there's a quarterback that is running away with their division, conference, whatever, yeah. that deserves it more. Um, you look at the NFC side, you, Kyler Murray, he's been in and out. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford's been up and down. Aaron Rodgers Maybe. might be the best of those options. Honestly, um, the only other person I could... I hate to say it, but Micah Parsons has been oh, Michael Parsons. outstanding. But he's going to... He's fighting for defensive player of the year. Not he's going to get rookie defensive. Like, uh, yes, defensive rookie of the year. Yes, clearly. He, he just will he get full defensive player of the year? Right. I, I think he's outplaying Aaron Donald in my. Opinion. Well, I think another person that maybe deserves some some credit there would be his teammate, actually Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Um, but he's been pretty quiet recently. Recently, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, his coverage is is still very very good. Yeah. Um. And I, I don't want to say there's a little bit of rookie bias, but like some yeah. people might say, oh. He already won rookie defensive player of the year. Why do we yeah, have to give him? He doesn't need to get defensive? the next check. Exactly. Um, so I think Jonathan Taylor, you look at how that game was played and how their games have been won recently against better competition, and it's mm -hmm. running the football. They beat the Bills like that. They beat the Patriots like that. Uh, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Bucks like that. Yep. Um, so they, I, they I just some, think there's nobody better. Yeah, right they now. have some rough, rough schedule going forward. Who, the Colts? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I closed my... Singular tab. Yeah, they have Cardinals, Raiders, Jags. Eh, Cardinals and Raiders will be tough. Mm. But I ended on a high note. Yeah. Went to Jags. My third point about last night is that my quarterback is an absolute stud. Okay. I will give you that. I love this guy. Mac Jones. He's everything in a bowl of chips. Okay. He's like... Might be the best quarterback in that draft. He... Honestly. Well, I... <laughs> It's I, hard to tell. I want to give. Year. I want to give one person. Well, two people. I want to give two people the benefit of the doubt. First, Justin Fields. I think yeah. Justin Fields could end up being a good quarterback. Matt Nagy's done absolutely nothing for him. You want to talk about head coaches that do nothing for their quarterbacks? Trevor Lawrence. Yep. That poor guy. Uh, I, I think they have some weapons. Uh, also, the guy that they wanted to have him with, Travis and uh, Etienne. He got injured. He was out for the year. You know, in the preseason. So. We never got to see that experiment go, so I, I'll pump the brakes on that. However, Mac Jones looks like the real deal. He had a horrible first half. He looked physically ill on the sideline, uh, and then he comes back in the second half, and he's leading the team down on these 75, 80-yard drives, 
mm-hmm. and converting on like third and goal from like the seven yard line. Yeah. Oh, it was just such beautiful. Him and the rapport he's building with Hunter Henry in particular, yep. beautiful. I I just can't believe that that in this twenty twenty one the standout stars in this league are running backs, defensive players, mm-hmm. quarterbacks who are the most atypical or not atypical, the most typical stand in the pocket quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thought we were going to these high powered running quarterback like future. Lamar and we are and, yeah. back exactly where we were in the nineties. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of interesting. I just think like uh, Tom Brady, when he was with the Patriots, the one thing he was missing was like some mobility. Yeah. Mac Jones moves in the pocket so well, keeps his eyes downfield, and then when he can't find anybody, he's all right to run for seven, eight yards. He had and, a twelve yard run yesterday. Oh my god, it was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, "Go, Mac, go!" Oh. Well, be careful. In my experience, sometimes you have that, and then they tear their ACL right on the goal line, uh, and they never look the same. And then your fan base just absolutely turns on them. Oh, oh no, your fan base kills itself. Like it. <laughs> literally Eats eviscerates itself, itself. It's doing it right now, actually, as we speak, but <laughs> I think that's a different story. They're right outside the door, the studio door. You hear there. them pounding in <laughs> freaking Minshew manias out there in the, out in the streets. Stay safe, people. <laughs> and then my last point about this game last night was knowing what we know about the people that we started the show. Uh, we started naming these people with COVID. It, known anti-vax players who like were so outspoken about not getting the vaccine, showing them on the sidelines screaming at referees, other teammates, coaches, whoever it may be, while being unmasked is a horrible look for the NFL. <laughs> horrible. Like Darius Leonard, a uh, linebacker for the Colts, he was screaming at a referee about, uh, I think, Kyle Duggar and... Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. both got ejected from the game and he was screaming at this ref and I'm like, dog, you are not vaccinated. Get a mask on. Do you not know that 151 players are currently in protocol? Like this, this disease is ravaging your league. Put a mask put on. Put a mask on. Like all the credit to Carson Wentz in the world. Every time he was on the sideline, he had a mask on. That's good. And you know what? Yeah. I applaud him for that. I don't applaud him for much, but I applaud him for Except that. Except for when he was... Uh, yelling at Matthew Judon like oh my god that's, that's the, the most thing. angry I've ever seen him <laughs> he Matthew Judon gets a sack or something uh and then no is it was it on the block punt I didn't even I was didn't watch it at that it point. was the I missed saw. field goal yes missed field goal was a penalty they kicked the field goal again and Matthew Judon did something that Carson Wentz took offense to or something and Carson Wentz comes out and he's like pointing at Judon's face I'm like dude it, well Michael Pittman got ejected what is what do the Colts and the Patriots have some sort of well yeah I forgot Peyton Manning history so, yeah like, those those years have been long and yeah I mean now again it seems as though anytime somebody plays the Patriots it's their Super Bowl game yeah uh, and the Colts used this as like we have something to prove this is a really good team if we beat them we're for real and go into the yeah. playoffs if we lose we're probably not going to the playoffs whatever so the fact that that was like their Super Bowl and the Patriots were just you know po'd because they were losing uh, that that made for some chippiness at the end. But Darius Leonard put a mask on, dude. <laughs> God. Sorry, I looked up what happened and why they were fighting. Who, I don't Matt ne- Judon and Carson? Yeah, I don't need to go into the specifics, obviously, but a man's ability to reproduce is being in question and some other guys with curse words. Guys hands need to be at their side. I will just say that. 
Who said, Who said that? that? Carson Wentz said that. LOL. Wow, Matthew Judon went after his family. Hey, something Carson Wentz will not sit for. I was going to say, Carson going Wentz after his family. Yeah, he's basically Vin faith. Diesel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> family. Yeah. The two Fs. Matthew Judon said. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, give me the other side. Said, Come on, baby. I don't know. Carson's a good guy. He got mad about something, and I guess that anger was directed towards me. Wild. Watch it not actually have been Matthew Judon. It was some other hold guy. On. Can you read the Carson Wentz <laughs> quote one more time? Yeah, I can. I don't need to go into the specifics, obviously, but a man's ability to reproduce is being in question, and some other guys with curse words. Guys' hands need to be at their side. I will just say that. Something about balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's... Why would he phrase it like that? Why wouldn't he just say, he's oh, like, there was some jawing back and forth? Because like, he's, like, he's, a, he's a respectful dad. I guess that's Carson Wentz's role in the world right now. He doesn't now. even say my ability to reproduce. He says like some guys. He he could have been sticking up for a teammate. Yeah, and Matthew Judon. One of his like, one, what his like long snapper or yeah, something. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. Classic Carson Wentz. I'll be damned if we don't talk about Christmas. Really? I will be. This is the holiday episode after it, all. It is absolutely the holiday episode. Uh, and one of the things that I said in the last episode, episode forty, if you haven't heard it, go go listen. Uh, was that Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney and the Wings is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And it is one of my least favorite. And you, you've said it was one of your least favorite. Now, I was not expecting the torrent of disapproval for this song to be so substantial. It's not a good song, and it's hardly a Christmas song. Oh, boy. That's Okay, so that's the argument, that it's hardly a Christmas song. Uh let me let me pull up the lyrics. Here. I already have them pulled up. Oh, so I agree with you. Yeah, that like the lyrics itself, it, it's it's more about like the synthesizer and like the the refrain itself because the verses are like what eight words or something right. like twelve yeah, and, words and heart like if you I'll give you the parties on the fields <clears throat> here only comes this time of year even though that could be about a birthday right. Could be about Halloween. Could be about anything. I'll give you say let's that's that's Christmas. The other two verses, nothing about Christmas. Moon is right, spirits up, here tonight, that's enough. The word is out about the town. Lift a glass. Ah, don't look down. How is that Christmas? And maybe you're riding Santa's sleigh. No, don't look down. Yeah, right, man. He was like, I need to get a Christmas song. How do I bang this out in an hour? The children of the choir sing their song. And they've practiced all year long. What for the uh For the Christmas? The May ding Day. Dong, the May ding Day. Dong, ding dong, ding, ding dong. dong. Bing bong. bong. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting the torrent of, of disapproval for Yeah, that song. I think you're in the unpopular opinion. Yeah, I guess I, I don't I, like this Christmas. I, I don't think the music's that good. I the lyrics are god awful. Now what I hate is that people are comparing this song to Merry Christmas by um, John Lennon. And they're like pitting the two against each other, which is, I guess, natural because they were both part of the Beatles. But yeah. like, okay, they're both good songs. Can we agree on that? Well, you can, but can we agree on that? <laughs> yes, we can uh, agree okay. on that. I, I think the John Lennon one is slightly better, but I still don't even like that song that much. Really? So this is Christmas. Yeah, I, I just think it's sad. I don't like sad Christmas songs. No. Yeah. Christmas shoes not a favorite of yours then. Oh uh, my God. Well, that one's like a meme. That okay, was just funny. Right. What's the what's the bridge? How does that go? 
It's like, and then I gotta send that little boy. That's my it's favorite part. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, what the hell's going and the on? S- the story is fake. I hate that. I always thought the story was real. Well, it's real in, in your heart, right? But it's no, not. it's oh. fake. Well, uh, also, I don't know if you've ever seen the music. This is way off tangent. If you've ever seen the music video to that, Rob Lowe is the guy. Really? Yes. <laughs> I was like shocked. It might be from like a Hallmark uh, movie. I think so. Called Christmas Shoes or something. But Ugh. Yeah. Yikes on all levels there. But it, it does. It starts out like oh, Christmas Shoes and then yeah. and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Could not believe it. Uh, did you see Mariah Carey teamed up with McDonald's? Is there a Mariah meal? It's the Mariah menu. Ooh. So for the 12 days of Christmas, you get a free menu item. <gasps> Today is a McDonald's. So for the first day, it was like a Big Mac. Then it was a sausage McMuffin. Then it was like a coffee or something. And you like keep going. Each day, you can get something for free from McDonald's, courtesy of Queen Mariah herself. But today, nice. it's the McDouble. Cool. You going to get a McDouble today? Huh? Mariah? Maybe. I don't know. What's it on Tuesday for our listeners? Ooh, I don't is know. It, is it, do they give out like future ones? Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole schedule is up. You can see exactly what, uh, and it only goes to Christmas Eve because obviously, are, is McDonald's open on Christmas? Absol- absolutely. You think? They would never miss a day. Put that on the poll. Is McDonald's open on Christmas? And tag McDonald's in it. Tuesday is 12-21. It is a sausage McMuffin. All right. So you get a free breakfast sandwich there. Yeah. Oh, wow. The last like two are all breakfasts. 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 Oh, no. It's sausage, sausage McMuffin, then double cheeseburger. There you go. Then a sausage biscuit, and then a cookie for Christmas Eve. I mean, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is McDonald's, apparently. <laughs> Yesterday was two pancakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I looked it up, and I was like, oh, McDonald's. What? Are, I wonder what they're going Two hot cakes. Hot cakes. Ugh. It's funny. I hate that they still make those. My my mama absolutely loves them. She's like, you know, McDonald's makes the best hot cakes. I'm like, no, they do not. They they probably get like extruded out of the just, machine. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Mama, those come out of a bag. Yeah. Like that is not okay. City, what are you in fear like just texting? Furiously typing. Look at her. I was trying to log into our Twitter so I could put the poll up, but I was kicked out of our account for some reason on my phone. My Twitter app on my phone has been weird. Oh, I just got a Twitter notification that uh, there was a new login from an iPhone, so probably you. Don't let the unreasonable weather we're having fool you. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I think we could all do an ad read, right? Yeah. What if we split it up? Let's all do it at the same time. Let's alternate (laughs) lines, sentences. All right, ready? <clears throat> Evan, you take the second line. That one is like made for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't let the unseasonable weather we've been having lately fool you. Winter is coming. And winter brings the snow. You need shovels, snow blowers, and rock salt you can trust to get you through until the spring. And that's where Home Improvement Haven can help. They have the best selection of winter gear to get you through, as well as some last minute prep for your decks and porches. Make this winter a little less brutal on you and your house with a visit to your local Home Improvement Haven store or shop online at homeimprovementhaven.com. That's homeimprovementhaven.com. That's, I think, the best ad read we've ever done.
that time of year again. Leaves are falling and winter's calling. You don't want to be out in the elements doing yard work this year. Did you know your favorite robotic lawnmower has fall and winter attachments to keep you inside and warm during these cold months? Try the new Groomba Rake and Roll system. Their patented leaf detection algorithm finds all the fallen leaves in your yards, leaving no spot untouched, guaranteed. Once the leaves are collected, they're rolled into a bale for you to easily remove. Pair this with the ever-popular Groomba Snowblade, and your yard, sidewalk, and driveway will be clean all year long. Both the Rake and Roll and the Snowblade systems are available for the first time in the Groomba Fall and Winter Bundle, exclusively sold at Home Improvement Haven. Tell them Evan from the Retro Water Boys sent you. And now for your headline huddle. Steph Curry became the NBA's all-time leading three-point shooter when he knocked down his 2,974th triple to topple Ray Allen's standing record. The point guard is 33 years old and only took 789 career games to pass the mark that took Ray Allen 1,300 games to set. The Jacksonville Jaguars have fired head coach Urban Meyer after going 2-11 in his 13 weeks as head coach. Owner Shad Khan said that the decision was made after the team's 20-0 shutout loss to the Titans in Week 14. And finally, Time Magazine has named Elon Musk its 2021 Person of the Year. The 50-year-old Tesla CEO is being recognized for his strides in space travel, electric vehicles, and his influence over the general public. Interesting. Did either of you make the list? Back to you, Evan and Silas. Uh, I have to check my spam folder. Because <laughs> I, it, that's they cause I didn't get an email, email, but it might be in my spam folder. Let me check. Oh, man. I, I that's a negative. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a shame we didn't get nominated. Yeah. Sorry. Right. No, maybe next year. Maybe 2022. Next year. You know? <laughs> that's the goal. Be time person of the year. Elon Musk. Ugh. What, a, what a guy. <sighs> I'll give you the, the electric vehicles. And I mean, he's got influence, man. He tweets and, and stocks just plummet. Yeah, that seems. I feel like that shouldn't be allowed because he could buy a bunch of low stock and then tweet about it, go up and then sell it. Well, he he tweets when he's dumping stock. He'll be like, oh, selling all this today. And people will absolutely tank the price so that it's a good sell for him. Dumb. I don't get why that is like people will do anything. For him. You know, have you ever heard of a cult before? There you go. Uh, it kind of, it kind of feels like ding, that, ding, ding. right? It kind of feels like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Congrats, Elon. Tax dodging. I guess. Dictator. <laughs> <laughs> he also, I, I was reading a little bit of the time magazine and they really focus on him live tweeting his poop. How, they put that in there. How many, yes. pay, like a single page on the poop? Uh, I mean, it was a, like a half a page on like, oh yeah, and the fifty year old, you know, pooper Tesla, whatever. He's like, oh, he, his most recent thing is that he live tweets his poops, and then they would like throw it in there. They'd be like, splish splash, dropping some kids off at the pool, blah blah blah. Like they would quote his tweets. He's not funny, and I'm like, it really is cringy. I don't know why he's the, was the person of the year too. I mean, when you think about how successful Tesla has been, like yeah. at first it, you know. Maybe not, but it's. I see a lot of them driving around. Did I talk about this last and time we talked about it? What that uh, that car company Carvana bought like every available Model Three from like every person, 
and now they're stuck with all of them and they can't sell them because they're overpriced now. That's the, funny. So if you go on Carvana and like just search by electric cars, 95% of them are Tesla Model 3s and they cannot sell a single one. I think the other, the other reason is maybe not so much the success of Tesla, but um, the fact that Tesla put pressure on large car manufacturers to go electric. Um, like we would not have had an electric F-150. True. Uh, if not for Tesla. Probably. We, and same with the Mustang. We would not have had those. Mustang in quotes. Right. Yeah, the Mach-E or whatever it's yeah. called. Um, we would not have those if it was not for Tesla. Yeah. So I think it, that alone, plus Dogecoin and, you know, be the, the rise of crypto yeah. and all and that. The, like, the like status symbol that a Tesla has. But I think Tesla, Tesla's clock is ticking. Yeah. Because the large manufacturers can produce better cars, higher quality. Faster. Faster, better, better looking, but that's a, that's objective. Right. But like, they car companies will make better cars than Tesla, and Tesla has to figure out their, especially their quality issue. They have an awful quality record mm. on almost all of their parts. As someone who has designed and made Tesla part replacements, me, they are absolutely awful. The clock's ticking. They are on Tesla. so bad, man. So while it's here, let's give the guy person of the year, I guess. Yeah, and then we'll... He's an evil supervillain. Watch out. It's really interesting that he's done a lot in terms of the environmental impact, right, by pressuring more electric cars. That's great. But he also is responsible for the rise of crypto, which has, like, a huge negative environmental impact right. because of Bitcoin mining and all that. Like, yeah. really is... <clears throat> feels like I mean, a net neutral. It, yeah, it, it's... It, whatever you think of the guy, he's doing... He's influencing. And I think that's yeah. kind of what time was you know, alluding to here. So yeah, uh, also, same with, uh, same with, uh, to your point, same with space travel, yeah, right. right? Cause it takes so much, you know, energy, uh, uh, you know, right. It's like horrific fossil fuel to get <laughs> these people up in the air. Right. Yeah. So, and, uh, also like his parents were like gem barons, like digging through South Africa to find gems and stuff. That's how he got rich or his family was rich. Listen, you can't give it to Paul Rudd every year. Okay. He's already the sexiest man alive. <sighs> he can't not also, the sexiest man alive. He is. This he is, is an argument for magazines. another time. <laughs> Evan just doesn't think he's attractive at all. I mean, I think he's got serious dad, um, dad vibes. Yeah, and he he like looks like a just a regular he's also dad. Ant Man. I think he's hot because he's relatable. I think that's why. I think he's hot because he's Ant Man. Maybe who nah. wants to date Ant Man? Doesn't Ant-Man matter. Ant Man needed a win. This is a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Not an Weird. Ant-Man podcast. <laughs> We're talking sports, not Marvel movies. Uh, Urban Meyer, man. Sydney told us that he was just fired. Yes. Uh, and now it's being said that he's being fired for cause. I saw that headline. I was like, that's a weird way to... <laughs> and why they to, like, say, say that say is because he signed a five-year contract. And now the Jacksonville Jaguars are saying, because we're firing him for cause, we don't have to pay the rest of that contract. Don't give him any more money, Jacksonville. Yeah. He does not deserve it. So uh, you might be saying, like, what's the cause? Well, I can't imagine. During this... So we talked about Urban Meyer long ago about his, uh, you know, I don't want to, like, fondling of a person in in a bar in Cincinnati. inappropriate behavior. Right, yeah. With a younger person. Correct. So we talked about that, and that was like all one piece of drama. Um, and then more recently, 
you know, there were some leaks about how he was running the organization and people inside the Jaguars organization were not happy with him. And he, you know, denied all of those things. Um, but then uh, former kicker, Josh Lambeau of the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. He was like one of the first people he stood up. He went to the Tampa Bay times, I believe was the source that, you know, released that news. He said that Urban Meyer would physically assault him, like he would kick him, kick if, the kicker, if Josh Lambeau missed a field goal in in uh, training camp. And he's like, no, he would, yeah, he would kick me, call me an effing loser, and like, you know, basically verbally and physically assault me if I missed field goals. And that seems to be the cause that the Jacksonville Jaguars are pointing to to say, like, okay, seriously, we can't have our head coach yeah. assaulting our players. So that is one of the causes. Many other ones. I mean, he got into an argument with Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, he benched James Robinson and then claimed he was injured. He is not injured. Not <laughs> injured. Uh, and then he would call his assistant coaches losers and, you know, He's like, you guys are from a losing culture. You don't know what it's like to win. Blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> he's he, such a winner. 2-11. Didn't he pick his staff? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you didn't just like... You're the supreme loser, dude. Like, the, like You are the loser. Yeah. Oh, so he gets fired. And now him and his wife are trying to like make this a feel bad for me story. Nah. Uh, did I say wife? I meant daughter. Whoops. Yeah, daughter. Well, you said wife, but yeah, daughter. Yeah. Him and his daughter. Are, are, are like taking to social media and being like, oh, you know, we were wrongly, blah, blah, blah. He's a family man. He's yeah, like, they're like, if you know guy, him, like, I know him. And I'm like, come on, man. This guy who bad at your job, you get pictures. fired. I got a song for you. Show your true colors. Oh you know that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's Urban Meyer right there. I'm telling you. I, one called this many, many so months ago. So this is ago. where it comes in. Evan. Yes. Take your victory lap on Urban Meyer. Okay. Told you he was a bum. And this just confirms exactly what I'm talking about college coaches. They are entitled losers who like to beat up on children. And once they get into a team with real men, cannot be good, like, be good coaches. Like, name, a, we were talking about it earlier, like, there's been like one good college coach. Like Chip Kelly had the exact same issue. He was fighting with players. He sent Deshaun away just because he didn't like him. Mm. Said it was for gang issues. Uh, freaking what's his face from Alabama? Nick Saban. Nick Saban was only here for with the Dolphins for a year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. I think he has like a 500 record with them. Like all of these college coaches from successful programs are only good because they have players who are good because they have the pick of the litter. And they can do whatever they want because none of their players are paid and none of them are in their 20s and 30s. Like, I can think of three off the bat, right? Okay. Just three that I, uh, that I think of. Number one, Pete Carroll. He yeah. was at USC. Won, you know, I think he won a national championship there. If not, he was very close. Yeah. Uh, you know, had a competitive program there. Goes to the Seahawks. He wins a Super Bowl. He goes to another yeah. one. Like, he's been a successful successful story but was but did he go to the nfl with something else and then, i believe he went from the nfl to college and then back okay to so the that's NFL. i'm I talking about like 
guys who come straight out of college into a head coaching job. John Harbaugh would be the next. Yeah, one. That's the right. only one that the I've said. Four, has been he was good. at Stanford with Andrew Luck. Comes to the 49ers, goes to a Super Bowl, and then he goes back to Michigan, which he's had a good year. He's in the playoff now. Yeah. Um. And then the third and final would be let's see what happens with Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. In in Arizona. Yep. Those are the only three that I can think of. Yeah. There's probably more. Uh. But to your point, you are. You're absolutely right. I just think that in order to be a successful head coach in the NFL, you can't come straight from college. You need to have the NFL system and how to treat and coach NFL players who are grown men, right? not college kids. You need that experience before you can even touch a head coach I also, I also think there's a lot of the Jaguars are a young team, right? Yeah. Like they, their core is a young team. Um, and when you look at you know Marvin Jones Jr., he is a veteran wide receiver. He's been with the Lions, uh, and and now he's with you know the Jaguars. Which woof, woof yeah. on that on that. But uh, what a career! <laughs> what two teams to play for? Um, but then he comes to Jacksonville, and Urban Meyer's treating. I, I assume he's treating everyone like he treats his uh, his college players, and that probably just doesn't go well with a guy who's been around the NFL locker room for a, for a minute. Yeah. Um, and, and that's in, probably what sparked the the argument. Yeah, and in college, you can like you kind of have to deal with it because you're you're fighting for an NFL spot at that point. Like, right, you have to be like, well, this sucks, but I'm playing for my future here. Right. In the NFL, it's a job. Like, you can be like, if my boss is treating me like crap, I can say something back to him, and I understand that the threat is is that I'll lose my job, but I also have a great union that protects me. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, and. and- I just I feel supremely awful for Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, yep. His career is not starting on the right foot. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, maybe not the best mix. Maybe, maybe. Sure, not <laughs> out there. Uh, but speaking of victory laps yes, that sir. Evan is going to take, let's hit up Evan's F one corner. Grosjean's out of this race. Kimi Räikkönen is under pressure once again from Kriat. Kriat's going to have a go into turn one. Oh dear. Sebastian Vettel has been given a five-second time penalty. Gasly comes home to take second place. Well, the 2021 season has come to an end in what I would call less than fantastic fashion. (laughs) Um, Well, depending on what team you're on, may change your mind. Yeah, Yeah. But if you weren't watching, Abu Dhabi is the final race of the year. Happened last weekend. Uh, the title fight between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, they were even on points going into the final race. They were tied. So whoever finished in front of the other person, winner outright. Wow. That's all it took. Um, so race started. Uh, Max qualified higher than Lewis, started in first. Lewis started in second. Uh, and in the first, within the first lap, we already had one controversy, hmm. which sucks. Uh, just Max pushed Lewis wide. Lewis cut a corner. He, they were arguing he should give the spot back, but they argued that he gave the time back, the advantage mm. he would have gotten. So whatever. Everyone thought that was going to be the controversy of the race. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> after, after Lewis was leading the race by over 10 seconds mm. up into the 54th of 58 laps. Wow. Uh, Nicholas Latifi of the Williams team. So which, like a, a rando, a, a bottom of the barrel team. This is Mercedes like Redding Phillies. It's their triple wow. a team. Okay. So an expendable. If you this will. dude 
No, he says I had dirty air and dirty tires. Whatever. So does everyone. So does everyone. It's called a race. Uh, no one around him loses his tracks, his last like back wheels and crashes into a wall. Causes a safety car. So safety car, like it just drives around the track, keeps all the other cars behind it. Correct. So that they can clean up the it, mess. It like, paces it. Exactly. But now Lewis Hamilton's lead is nothing, right? But between Max and Lewis are the cars that are getting lapped. There's four cars between him and Max. Okay. On a normal safety car, what they would do is they would wait until the... This is what the rules say. So people who want to come for me after this, I'm reading... I'm not reading the rules, but I have read the rules a hundred times. When there's a safety car, after the mess has been cleaned up, they are allowed to let the lapped cars go through and pass the safety car so that everyone is starting in the right order. Gotcha. And, And that in the rules, it says all lapped cars are required to unlap themselves if lapped cars are allowed to leave. So in the beginning, they said, we're not letting any lapped cars because what they wanted to do is they didn't want the race to end behind this a took safety them, car. This right. took them down to the last lap of the race. This safety, this safety car. car did? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So they were like, no, we're not unlapping the cars because we are f- we don't want the race to end behind a safety car. So that's not good TV. Right. Um, And then, so... Max decided to pit and change for fresh tires because what do they have to lose? Right, yeah. Like, they're just going to do the ever, whatever the opposite of Lewis does to get any advantage. Uh, Lewis didn't pit because if he would have pit, he would have just lost his spot. Right, and if yeah, it he's ended, at first, yeah. Yeah, and if it ended behind a safety car, then... He can't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So he didn't pit. His tires were 30-something laps old mm-hmm. on the hardest compound, which is, like, the least grippy. Sure. Max... Switch to the softest, which is the most grippy, and they're brand new. Okay. So he would have a significant advantage over Lewis. So right at the last minute, the race director, Michael Massey, uh, said, oh, we're going to let the lapped cars go through. But what he didn't do is he only let the lapped cars between Lewis and Max go through. He didn't let all the other guys behind, which is a severe disadvantage to them. Like Daniel Ricardo, so what, what he wanted was good TV. He yes. wanted he wanted one v one at the last yeah. lap. Okay. All right, which For it wasn't even, like it wasn't even. And then the other rule that they didn't listen to is that once the lapped cars go through, they get one lap of a safety car. After that, it's required to mm. give them another safe another lap. Gotcha. Which again would have ended the race on the safety car, but so then they pulled the safety car in early. Lewis had no chance. Like. Because the wheels, yeah, or the tires, yeah. yeah. So like, it's like it's like you were knee- kneeling the ball down, like on your last drive with fifty seconds left, right? And then the refs were like, uh, "No, we're gonna give him the ball on the twenty-five yard line." And there's three minutes left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and and they instead of like first and ten, they get first and twenty. Like, interesting. Or, or, or they only have to make five yards to get a first down. Like, right. oh, wow. Um, so. So Max, safe, safe to say who who won here. Max won easily. Okay. And it just like it. So a 10 second lead becomes a no second lead. Correct. Becomes lose the one on one. Yep. Becomes the one guy pitted and the other guy didn't. Right. And he didn't yeah. because they were under the assumption that they weren't letting the lap cars through. And then at the last second, they changed. It the literally decision. was like, go, you have to go, go, like, like go now. They were like, what? you have to lap now. I guess I would, I would ask yes um lewis doesn't pit he sees max pitting 
Yeah. Why would you not then go pit? Because Max is already pitted, so he's already ahead of you. So if you come behind him, you're already behind. And again, they were assuming that the race was going to end. But on was the Max car. not behind Lewis when he came out of the pit? Yeah. Okay. So then Max did eventually oh, have oh. to pass Lewis. No, no, no. Lu- Max was still behind Lewis when he came out of the pit. Right. So, so he did have to pass him, but he did it right away because he was on better tires and had the advantage coming yeah. out of pit. And during right. the safety car, they have to go really slow. So it was just like an accordion. Yeah. They just like right. they're right next to each they other. They were like right. less than half a second apart. When they wouldn't have been. Exactly. So are are you accusing this this uh, FIA Willis driver of Williams? Williams driver? Uh no. I he's just a bad driver. Like he's been bad all year. Mm. I'm more accusing the FIA, which is like the NFL of Formula One, uh, of manipulating the result for good TV and robbing someone of a championship. Uh, would this have been a record-winning championship for Lewis? Yes. This would His have put him over Michael Schumacher. everybody else. Yes. Hmm. I mean, you figure, honestly, I don't feel like Verstappen fans actually got that satisfying of a win then too because you get your win but it's very controversial yeah, like it would have been great for him to actually get an outright hey, uh, all right oh, oh, oh. <laughs> expert on expert. controversial oh, wins yes, sure. and controversial championships they hit just the same I yeah know. they probably Thanks. don't care i will right. i would admit, put it on the poll though rigged not rigged just that yeah no context <laughs> just formula one period rigged not rigged i don't know uh max was the better driver over the whole season but the last four races, Lewis was like, I'm tapping into my goat powers. Like Now, this is a conversation I want to have everybody. with you, who, who is a Lewis Hamilton fan. Yes. Uh, and Hunter, right. who is a Max our Verstappen. Max Verstappen fan. So we will have him on the show hopefully soon to talk about this yes. uh, in particular, because I think it is a very, uh, you know, it, it's all yeah. based on how you have perspective, right? So like you have the perspective of, wow, you were cheering for Lewis and he, it looked great and then boom was taken from you. But yeah. he has the perspective of, wow, what a great strategic play, you know? I, yeah, but the strategic... Given the circumstances. Yeah, the strategic decision was made like off of like BS. I'm not mad at Max. I think Max had the better season, like I said, and Red Bull had the faster car. Yeah. But the last four races, Mercedes and Lewis dug deep and really... It's it's hard because the better the better driver probably won the championship this year, mm. but the better driver of that day lost. Gotcha, which is annoying. That's it's like the Patriots having the perfect season and losing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the better team that day didn't win. Exactly, right? like the Patriots were the better team, but they just you know. Yeah, but Mercedes still won a record uh, eighth constructors like team championship. There's a driver and then there's yeah. a team. So, but it's the driver that's going to get all the... That's the one that everyone wants. Yeah. So, it Was this Max Verstappen's first? Correct. So I, And this he, was coming off of the Netflix show where you have all oh these yeah, people who funny. are rooting for the underdog. Right, like They really right. want Max Verstappen to get the win because it's got all this popularity now. No, yeah, I saw more on, more on Twitter uh, of F1 than I had ever seen in my entire life. Right. They said so, that was the most watched uh, Formula 1 race in the US in its entire history. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. And it seems like it lived up to the bill thanks to the fia depending on who you cheer for yeah the the biggest thing is that there are rules that are allowing like roger goodell to like change outcomes of the game like that shouldn't exist that's the biggest issue Mm. and that's what mercedes is really fighting for right now they were going to try to appeal the win but Mm -hmm. they withdrew it if 
they were guaranteed some change to the rules in the future. Oh, okay. So they're willing to take the loss now with hopes for a rule change. Is but, Lewis um, done? No, he has two more years on his contract. Great. But there are good. rumors that he is disillusioned. Oh, I'm sure. that <laughs> and may quit. That's rough. No way. It's a rough way to go out. Yeah. You know? He wouldn't quit on that. The other thing, they one, more, one yeah. more thing to touch on, is that Lewis was a graceful loser. Like, the first thing he did was find Max and congratulate him. Mm. You absolutely know Max would have done nothing like that had he lost. Do, that's specu- that's the, some no, reckless the speculation. Dude, the dude, the race before, walked off the podium before the celebration started because he didn't want to be a part of it. Hey, man. He's a sore loser. We'll see you next year. <laughs> that's the end of Evan's Formula One corner for the year. See you in March. There you go. After the break, I guess we'll talk about the rest of this stuff. (laughs) Stay tuned for a special offer from MyVetBet. MyVetBet is your place for betting on the NFL. Now, for the rest of the season, MyVetBet is offering the Noah's Ark promo. Get a 20% profit boost on teams that have an animal mascot. Lions and Bengals and Bears. Oh my. Every win gets you a special boost. This promotion only runs for a limited time, so jump on the ship while you can and ride those winnings all the way to the bank. My Vet Bet, where the big dogs go to bed. Offers are subject to change. Minimum $5 bet required. Not available in all states. For details, visit MyVetBet.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And welcome back to the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. Now, you might be asking yourself, what's the other stuff you're going to talk about? Uh, <laughs> and I wanted to start off with a Christmas point because, again, holiday episode. Holiday episode. The song, No Place Like, in parentheses, Home for the Holidays. You, is you, it really in parentheses? Well, the No Place Like is. Okay. And then yes. Home for the Holidays. I am is familiar the with the song. Uh, they, there's some lines in there. And, you know, the refrain tells you there's no place like home for the holidays. And you're wow. like, wow, that's so true. Like home is where the heart is. And the heart <laughs> is where the Christmas is. So, but then all of a sudden we're talking about people who are living in Tennessee just coming to Pennsylvania for some pie. Like what's going on there? Is well, there you, something special about Pennsylvania homemade pumpkin I've pie? I've always thought that. I'm like, is it like Pennsylvania Dutch? We're going back to that. Like Maybe. those kinds of pies or like pie. He says homemade pumpkin pie. That's not a Pennsylvania thing. Are I don't pumpkins think. native to Pennsylvania? Like, Maybe. What's, mm, I don't think so. What's the story here? And, and also to that point, in the exact same line, he goes, and the people in Pennsylvania are going down to the beach uh, of North Carolina for for the you know and i'm like which is it is it home for the holidays or is it destination holiday at the beach Hmm. there's no place like home for the holidays uh but people from tennessee yeah you guys get to hike up to pennsylvania for some pie for whatever reason (laughs) and also the people who are in pennsylvania making the pies you guys can take your trip down to the beach what's happening did you know the earliest known recorded history of a pumpkin pie is in 1621 in New England? Oh, so New it's England. not even so Pennsylvania. Not Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, people. Wow. I blame one person and one person only, and that's Perry Como. <gasps> wow. Bite your tongue. I don't know. 
I, I met a man, not a woman, a man, man. who lives in Tennessee. <laughs> First he problem. He <laughs> was heading for, okay, he lives in Tennessee. Is it not home for the holidays? It's not. Okay, so he's going to Pennsylvania for some homemade pumpkin pie for whatever reason. Maybe his okay. mom lives in pumpkin. His mom does not live in pumpkin pie. It was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> in Pennsylvania, there folks no are traveling down to the sunny shores of Dixie, shiny, sunny, sore, <laughs> shiny, wool. Oh, Dixie, Lord. sunny shore. So that's like that north, that's north of entry. South Carolina. North South Carolina. They're going out of the beach for Christmas. So okay. no one's there to make the pumpkin pie. That's what I'm saying. Where's the family? Where's the home? Not, not at the sunny shores. Tell I you will. What. I will agree with you that this is not one of the uh, greatest Christmas songs of all time. I just am always confused when I hear that. I'm like, is it home for the holidays or not home for the holidays? Let's make up our minds. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, you know gimmicks and fun fun gimmicks that happen in sports uh, between you know the action, the timeouts, the you know the Kroger card cam, <gasps> Kroger card, uh, the bongo cam, the beat the freeze thing that they do down in Atlanta, um, and you know every once in a while Twitter will go ablaze with with one of these trends. Uh, but one in particular that caught my eye this week um, was the South Dakota Stampede. They're like a low league hockey team. Yep. Uh, they sponsored, uh, I want to say halftime enver- entertainment. It says after the first period, excuse me. So during intermission, they're sponsoring this thing where they have a piece of carpet that is put on the ice, on the center ice. Yes. And then they have probably unpaid interns uh, with huge bags of $1 bills. They spread them out on the carpet. Yes. And then here's the, here's the part that gets me. They have local teachers from elementary school, middle school, high school. They have all these teachers, and they bring them onto the carpet, and they give them, I don't know, a minute or something or until the money's gone. They say, you now have as much time as you need to grab as many of these dollar bills as you can to decorate your classrooms. Seems a little... uh, This is like the Pepsi scholarship all over again. Dystopian. The doctor... Okay, so on Twitter... Dr. Pepper, sorry. I'm looking at these interns. They're spreading out this money. It's it. There's a spotlight on this piece of carpet in the middle of the rink. And then I just see all these teachers. There's uh, 10 teachers, I'll say. And they are pilfering. They're using hats. They're using shirts. They're using pants, pockets, uh, all this sorts of stuff to like grab this cash. For whatever reason, it's not only like the act of them scraping up the cash for it's, me. It's the bringing out a trash bag full of money and dumping it out in front of like a, a massive crowd. Like, did they think that that would be like something that we'd be cheering for? And like, wow, what a great little thing. Yeah, I do think that that's exactly what they thought would happen. Because Twitter because they are and out of touch. <laughs> Twitter and myself uh, was horrified by that. Oh my that. God. Whoever they have, whoever their media person is on this Twitter account is just adding to the fire. It's like at the premier center for the stampede game where we where after the first period, local teachers would participate in the first ever cash for cash, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, ever wonder what $5,000 and $1 bills look like? Here you go. And it says the teachers are ready. Here they go. Like, yeah, it's, it's like they're just, animals. And, and the other uh, thing is they're like, oh, God, it's so 
cringy because it's like you're you're throwing food at at an animal yeah. in like a pen and they're like you know scrounging at each other for it and i'm it, like oh it's such an uncomfortable video also it, the the like them all wearing like matching shirts yeah and, like helmets too that makes and it's it the people worse, standing so. around watching them do it and they're all on their hands and knees and they're like picking up this cash and uh, it's one thing to have like one person step into a booth and like blow the cash around yeah it's another thing to have like local teach like if I said, oh, we're having a doctor's office and we have 10 local doctors and we're spreading out money and they can use that money to pay for whatever medical equipment they need to do operations on people. Like, what the hell? That's, uh, that, that one really got me. All right. So apparently they had to, they released a apology statement and donated more money to the, uh, the teachers. <laughs> I just, I just, how did they, how did they get through? Like, they must have like a optics or marketing team, right? <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. South Dakota, uh, the Stampede. I don't know if that, that hockey team has, has the budget. Mm. Obviously, they have the budget for $5,000 to just be strewn across some ice, but. All right. They know. donated an, uh, an additional $15,000 to area teachers. That still doesn't make me feel any better. I feel like I just want to <laughs> give away money to local schools this week, just on that, on the principle of that. Hey, might be. Yeah, what that's we a good idea. Do. Probably do that. But uh, <laughs> going from that horrible story, if you haven't seen the video, I mean, you can look it up. Uh, it makes me physically uncomfortable to watch, but yeah, you can you can still watch it. Uh, let's spin the wheel of whimsy now. For this week, mm. I wanted to do something special. It's our last episode of this year, 2021. Next. Next, you hear us. It will be a new year. Thank God. So there's no show. <laughs> <laughs> there's no show on December 26th, which would be the next show. Spend time with your families oh, or your friends. Oh, it would come I, it out. Would the be 20... released the 28th. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's no show on the 28th because we're not recording on the 26th, which is the day after Christmas. That means that your next show would be January, January 4th. 4th. We would be recording it on the second. Okay. Just so you Correct. know. Correct. So because this is the last one, I figured I would give it, give Evan the chance to make up for all of the horrible guesses that he's had Ugh. thus far this season. So we're, I'm not going to pick local schools because they're going to get a donation no matter what. Correct. Local schools get a donation okay. no matter what. Okay. Here's the deal. If you, I'm going to spin twice. Two places are getting donations today. Okay. I have to pick two. You pick one. You th- we'll okay. start with one. If you correctly pick the first spin, I will multiply both donations, no matter if you get the second one right or not, by 10 times. Okay, okay. Oh, my Lord. If you get the first one wrong, but you get the second one right, both donations get multiplied by five. And because it's Christmas and the season of given, giving. Given. Was that your LSU speech? And the season of given. Because it's Christmas, the season of giving. <laughs> I'll double donations both anyway. So we'll call it the holiday cheer bonus. That's cute. Holiday like cheer that. bonus. <laughs> so Evan. Yes. First things first. This is for 10 times. Okay. I think. Hmm. 
I think the holidays. I feel like not picking the Children's Miracle Network would be disrespectful. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Children's Miracle Network. Here we yeah. go. We're spinning. In a time of miracles. All right, it went right by the Children's Miracle Network, and it hit the USO, so mm. the 10 times off the table. However, right. oh, man. the second spin could be what saves you. Do you have a guess? Oh, I had to pick a different one? I thought yeah. I was saying the same one. I'm going to stay with the same one. Same one, Children's Miracle Network. This is a bold choice. We're spinning. It's the miracle season. Doubling down. Couldn't have been closer. <laughs> boys and Girls Clubs of America. All right. Dang. So between the Boys and Girls Club, the USO, and now local schools, those are your donations for this year. Evan. Yippee. Rough guessing. It's been a rough... Sl- when was the last time you got one right? Do you remember? <sighs> oh, I can't even remember. <laughs> okay. Well, that's how it goes on the wheel. Can you check the wheel? Can I check the wheel? The physical wheel? What's there to check? I don't know if it's rigged. It is not rigged. <laughs> it's different things every week. Everything is rigged. Ugh, whatever. Mm. Speaking of rigged things, uh, Evan, <laughs> back on the winning side with his pick two weeks ago. Yes, sir. Uh, Silas also won. Uh, Sydney, the one time Yikes. Detroit wins, Sydney had the Vikings minus seven. So she loses <laughs> that pick. I simply can't believe that. Uh, I did Still. say, however, that that was a good pick. So I would have been right there with you. <laughs> this week, a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. Evan, who you got? I'm taking Cincinnati plus three against Denver. Two orange teams. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Playing at mile high, yeah? Oh, they are? I think so. Right? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Okay. See, remember last week I said don't pick the Chargers at mile high. I was right. They lost. They are, in fact, at mile high. Yep. Uh, I'll stick with it. I, I just think Cincinnati's a twice as good football team than Denver. Interesting. So. Interesting. Uh, I will pick, and this is purely based on the fact that I don't trust one quarterback, and the other quarterback has shown me that he's able to put up points. Yeah. I'm p- picking the Falcons plus nine against the wow. 49ers. I think the 49ers will win the game. However, I don't think that Jimmy G has the ability to blow out Matt Ryan and the Falcons. This is true. I agree with this. (laughs) Nine points, big spread. Hopefully they can keep it within that. Sydney, this is a, oh, wow. That is a bold prediction. Is it? Yeah. I don't feel like it is. (laughs) I really don't feel like it's all that bold. I am taking the Jaguars minus six against the Texans. The last time I thought that the Jaguars were going to be negatively affected by the adversity off the field, they proved me very, very wrong. So I am taking them here. I will say that in the history of the NFL, when a team loses their coach, they win the next week. So most of the time. Happened to the Eagles this year. Happened to the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders lost John Gruden. They, they, they won the next week. They beat the Eagles, yeah. 
right? Uh, I, I think that's a okay bet because they'll have James Robinson who's playing and not injured. Yeah, true. They'll have Marvin Jones Jr. who's going to be happy, yeah. and they're going to have <laughs> Trevor Lawrence be able to be Trevor Lawrence. So, true. you know, and they're and plus all side they're playing the Texans, so yeah, can't that's be that bad saying. a bet. So right. that's a that's a stinker game though. <laughs> Whoever set that up. Well, I mean, they're divisional opponents, so they have to set it up twice a year. Uh, and then anything to send the people into their holidays, into their yeah, New Year's I want to quick uh, touch on something real quick. The Fantasy Football League is coming to an end. This is the last regular season week for everybody. Uh, so please set your lineup. And playoffs start next week, so get ready for that. And I just want to give everyone a little, little nugget of inspiration. Uh, the awards are on their way. There are awards. There will wow. be fantasy football honors. Woo! So get psyched. Get ready. Anybody could win. Yeah, anyone could win. Anybody's, uh, Sydney and I are p- fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, you guys are. either You're going to unseed each other. We're brawling. <laughs> so the only team that could make the playoffs past me is... Sid- I'm currently in sixth place. Sixth place is the last team in. Yeah. Sydney's currently at seventh. I am guaranteed for my life out here and I am guaranteed a first round bye at this oh. point. <laughs> so seems as though I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to win my first round matchup. I'm playing CDs nuts. Nice. I mean, come on. So, but uh, don't worry if you're in the, the consolation bracket, there is a prize for there for there too. Every win matters. Every week matters yep. in the red shirt league. You okay. can walk away with some, some hardware. Some oh yes, can't wait. <laughs> uh, you guys have a great happy holidays. Yeah. Uh, be safe, obviously. Spend time with friends and family or pets. Whoever, whoever you you love and want to be around. Or screw those people and go down to the beach. Yeah, like that go song down to the to Dixie do. Sunny Shore. What the hell's that? I mean, come on. <laughs> the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media. On Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod. On Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys. Or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com. <laughs>